This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the podcast that encourages you to suck 37 dicks. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn. Yvette, how are you doing today? Only 37 dicks, Alice. I'm disappointed. That's how I'm doing. Only, I know it's a joke, but still. Maybe in a row, maybe over a span of a few years, maybe over your lifetime. I'm not going to judge. I vote a weekend. He who hasn't sucked 37 dicks casts the first stone. Here's a question. Is there a number of dicks that's too many? Because no, we've talked to a handful of people in the porn industry now. We know that they are tested incredibly frequently. What, every two weeks that we were told, the odds of you getting any sort of disease from somebody who's in porn, probably lower than from somebody of unknown vintage, so to speak. So does the number of dicks matter? So here's the thing. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that exact question and I started doing math. That's why you texted me about math and we didn't even discuss this before the porn cast. Already our minds are starting to meld. It's like our minds are fucking... Mm. Well, that's kind of hot. <laughs> but the point is this. You could say, well, 37 dicks sounds like a lot. But even if you're with one consistent partner, let's say hypothetically for six years, two dick suckings a week, let's say you're generous, five minutes of sucking each week per time, two times a week. We're talking actually about roughly, and I did the math, 1,560 minutes. That's 26 hours sucking dick. That's a lot of your life sucking dick. How many of those? That's not even a lot. That how. I want to break that into the number of times that you can watch Wolf of Wall Street. I think that's a good way to measure things. It's a long damn movie. Five times. It's a good, yeah, right? Five, five times. That's a lot of dick sucking. I'm just saying. Let's put it this way. Hypothetically, I can confidently say I've spent at least, at least 26 hours of my life sucking dick. <laughs> I, I I don't know how many hours of my life I've spent sucking dick. And you know what? I'm kind of happy about that because it means I've probably spent a good number of hours sucking some dick. And gentlemen, you're welcome. I'm just saying I want to be on my deathbed. I know I'm never going to be somebody's grandmother, but I would want to be that grandmother in the hospital that says, when I was your age, I sucked dick for two weeks of my life. I could say that cumulatively. It doesn't have to be in a row. Cumulatively, having sucked dick for at least two weeks of my life in a row, I'd be pretty proud of that. At least. Bare minimum. I'm just saying, I don't know if there's a connection, but I came down with TMJ, or it's technically called TMD, but it's with your, uh, it's the, the thing where your jaw joint is clicking. And I think it is from all the strength I have built up from over the years from all this cock sucking. At least that's my theory. I have a very happy husband. That's all I'm going to say. Moving on. My jaw gives out after a while. But actually, so speaking of dicks, we should get our guests <laughs> involved in this because we are having a threesome today. We're having a threesome today in the porn that we watched today we didn't have a threesome in the porn we know we did we, no we, we had did. one threesome we towards did. the end i was sitting there waiting are we gonna have one yes there were some butts i don't want to get ahead of ourselves but there was there was a lot of butt stuff today so let's work in our guys so we can talk about butt stuff so we have today on the show billy Presida from the man whore podcast billy how you doing um i'm doing all right i'm starting to get an idea of which one of you two likes to make puns <laughs> That that happens sometimes. I have a inkling. <laughs> you know, literally just finished watching our porn homo- homework. <laughs> maybe like a few, like ten minutes before we logged on. So same. Yeah, you know, my hands are a little sticky. <laughs> You know, I try not to get the stuff on the keyboard, but it, it helps that ours isn't quite as viscous, so to speak. 
<laughs> Don't throw your big science words at me. I know it's only two syllables, but it's a weird word. Alice and I were trying to get Bill Nye on the podcast so that we could talk about the fluid dynamics of lube because he is an engineer. Like this is not my field. You know, chem is more my thing. But, you know, I do want I think talking about the fluid dynamics of lube and specifically why anal lube needs to be a little bit thicker is an important thing our listeners to know about. Some of our patrons know that we had dinner with Bill Nye and I'm not going to lie. I feel like I almost almost successfully convinced him to be on the podcast. But that said, I I think if anything, I succeeded in generating interest in Nina Hartley and (laughs) getting him to pay for porn. So I I think I've thoroughly convinced him of both. (laughs) Good job. It was interesting to sit there and try to describe who Nina Hartley was to to Bill Nye. He's like, so who is she? It's like, she's the Meryl Streep of porn. But what is what does that mean? It's like, oh, dear, Bill. He's like, but there's there's acting in porn. Yes, there is, Bill. It was adorable. Bill's very sweet. He's he's fun to hang out with. There was definitely acting in this porn that we watched. Oh, my. There were moments where I kind of forgot I was watching. Well, I mean, you never really forget you're watching a porn, but I do. When your dick's in your hand, you can't forget you're watching a porn. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't have a dick, so it's easy. Someone's dick is in my hand. I don't ask. Her dick is huge, though, so. Ooh. It's imposing. If it appears in my hand, it's like (laughs) magic. It's like I willed it. I think you can will a dick, though. I have full faith that Alice can will a dick if she wants. She looks like a girl who can will a dick. On the streets of Manhattan, anyone can will a dick. Yeah, (laughs) I could will a dick. It's that easy in this city. I think you could will a dick in L.A., too. I'm just saying. We'll find out. I'm going there uh, soon. I live in San Francisco. You could definitely will a dick here. Oh, gosh. Thank you. I feel pretty. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the the acting in this movie was fantastic. Alice, because I know you've probably got the stats sitting right in front of you when was this filmed well we should say what the the movie is no oh we probably should (laughs) guys we're covering the porn version of clerks today billy it's your favorite movie from what i've heard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i am a big i'm waiting for the sequel clerks 2 triple x porn (laughs) parody can't wait Because Clerks on its own, great film. I love Clerks as a two-parter. When you watch Clerks and then Clerks 2, I think it's a very beautiful way that they ended it. So I really do think that this porn parody does need a follow-up. I don't disagree. I'm also curious how, like, because we we talked, Nina, about like the evolution of porn and how things have changed. And this one I'm watching going, oh, there's a lack of bleached asshole. I'm, oh yeah, they're definitely. <laughs> it's like going back in time. I'm curious if we could like, you know, watch from Clerks xxx to clerk Mm -hmm. the second xxx how we'll see the subtle changes over time i think that'd be wonderful well the first clerks was in black and white and this was in color so it would be interesting if the porn follow-up was in black and white actually fun fact when it came to uh, the porn version of clerks triple x on their dvd in an extra they had the full version minus the sex in black and white i would watch that on a date night 100 percent. oh my god it's on youtube oh we're gonna link it to our patrons oh that's amazing just an extra little bit of reason why you should join us on the patron feed join up on the patreon people support indie content creators come on it's funny because i'm looking right now at uh it this thing was filmed in 2013 or am i reading this wrong it was the, and it looked a little bit more like 90s era porn i'm wondering was this on purpose or did it just kind of 
Did we stumble over a gem? I'm hoping it's like an homage to the old 90s semi-shitty porn. Now, here's a question. Like, is it semi-shitty porn or is it good porn that we're just, we're not? Like, because I'm looking at it going, this is great. Did somebody just bleach their asshole one day and everyone went, I'm going to do that now too. Like, there is nothing, there is nothing about the unbleached asshole that was wrong. <laughs> that is all I'm saying here. We should probably give, hypothetically, if someone has never watched Clerks, uh, we probably should give them a short summary as well as a short summary of the porn. So Billy, would you care to walk us through actually what happens in the real Clerks? Sure, sure. Clerks made it, uh, released in 1994, written and directed and starring Kevin Smith. No big deal. I know all the stats. Uh, (laughs) You know, premiered at Sundance, got bought by Harvey Weinstein. Great. So in Clerks, a- We like to ignore that last part. Yeah. A convenience store clerk, Dante uh, Hicks, he is called in to fill in at the convenience store he works at. And it's just a day in the life type of thing where there's just a lot of fun oddities and interesting characters, a wonderful, beautiful friendship between two seemingly hetero men to be determined. (laughs) And it was just a cool look into like what it's like, like being behind that desk, which is based off of Kevin Smith's real life experience being a uh, clerk at the exact same convenience store he shot the movie in. He actually shot the movie there while he was working there. He actually convinced the owners to let him shoot it at night. That's why sometimes inside the lighting can be weird in the movie because it's just like, yeah, they're shooting it at night after he's closed up. Oh man, I didn't know that part. That's amazing. That's a fun fact. I've watched all four different DVD commentaries for Clerks. We're not saying you're a fan. (laughs) I love when someone's a big nerd about something and I mean nerd like just loves a thing and just dives in so that's you found a thing you dig sex and kevin smith (laughs) movies that's what i nerd out on those are valid and wonderful things to nerd out on i dig it well in this case instead of dante as a main character we have dana who works as a smut jockey in an adult superstore and she's working on her day off with randy she's not even supposed to be Mm. here today. she's not even supposed to be here today (laughs) it took us a long time to get to that line and i think i marked when it first came up I think it was an hour and 42 into the movie like it took forever I was a little disappointed but like 80% of that was fucking let's be honest yeah it's true two hour and 20 some odd minute movie 37 minutes is plot 20 minutes of bloopers At the very end, did y'all no. watch at the end? It's like 20 what? minutes of bloopers. I missed this. It's bloopers and outtakes. At the, look, I thought I was holding off my orgasm because I thought the movie wasn't done. And uh, and then it just starts being outtakes and bloopers. What copy did you watch? I was watching it on a uh, hashtag pay for your porn website, hotmovies.com, where you can use promo code manhor. And I was watching <laughs> it there. So at the very end, it's like, yeah, it's like all bloopers and outtakes. But there's no sex. I didn't get any bloopers in mine. I paid, I downloaded, and it came Mm. two hours and 24 minutes of movie. Not a second of bloopers. I feel uh, you got robbed. I'm, ah. I'm hurt. I'm d- Wait, did I not get to the end of it? Did I? Yeah, I I, I think you maybe just didn't finish because oh. the movie was like two <gasps> nope, hours. There's an hour and, 30 and then the rest. There's a minute 37 seconds left and I'm not to the end of the credits. There's I didn't get my. This is so sad. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever recover from this. So sad. Porn bloopers. I want to see porn bloopers. This is amazing. There's a good minute and a half of just trying to like angle. You remember when she's pulling the Pringle can out of his ass? This is all right. We need to, but yeah. Yes. They're just like angling. We're going to talk about the Pringles can in a second. There's a Pringle can in an ass, people. 
This is a thing that happens. So the point is, when it comes to the Pringles can and many other things, um, so you have a lot of similar circumstances from pulled from the original. So you might not have the egg carton comparison scene, but you have something similar. Yeah. You know, you still have a guy who needs to go to the bathroom slightly uh, different. Uh, you have um, a character who wants to get potentially back with her ex slightly different though and a lot of things are pornified obviously it goes without saying a lot more sex in this film than the original clerks just throwing it out there so much ass so much ass we get it you like the butt stuff <laughs> no i mean like here's the thing if, if you've ever like there are scenes with like with jay and silent bob and more specifically jay where he's just going on and on about the ass and i'm like it doesn't surprise me at all how much ass there was in the movie mm-hmm. moving because on if you're doing an homage. We are starting with the cool music, the great cinematography in the beginning. We're, we're starting with the guy who comes yeah. up to the counter and he's he's contemplating, do I want chocolate latte or mocha condoms? The scary thing about this for me is he looks and sounds exactly like a former business associate of mine, the go- guy who goes up to the counter and I'm like, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff, is that you? <laughs> So that was my first thought. I'm like, maybe Jeff did a porn once. Who knows? He's had a long and strange career. So he's so at, chocolate latte or mocha, chocolate so latte or mocha, for, mocha or chocolate latte. And he keeps on changing his mind. And then no, this we we should get to the punchline of this one quickly. The guy, uh, there's a guy next to him and says, do you know what condoms cause? They cause pregnancy and STDs. And he's like, here, use this instead. It's pull out birth control method. And as it turns out, he's trying to drum up abortion business, which oh, Chuck Palahniuk would be so proud <laughs> For those who don't know, author of Fight Club, there was an original. Uh, the so if anyone uh, if anyone remembers, there's a line uh, in Fight Club where uh, where Marla Singer says, "I haven't been fucked like that since grade school." In the book, it goes, "I want to have your abortion." Going on, so going back, so in the classic scene, it's a gum scene where the guy is trying to quit, um, trying to get the guy to quit smoking. In this scene, it's the guy is hanging around at the counter trying to get people to quit. Condoms, which no, 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 don't do the don't pull-out method. Condoms. Don't, do, do don't pull, do pull out. Do condoms. Don't do it. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they're chocolate latte or mocha. Both are good. Both are sufficient. Both will get you there. It's, do you have any condom preference, Billy? Me? Uh, yeah. Uh, Trojan Magnum. Good. Good to know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not really that much of a brag. You're not advertising, but you are. No, no, they're not my sponsor. But no, no, it's it, it's uh, the, the Trojan Magnum is not a brag like people think because it's just a little extra. The Magnum XL is ah. the big fuck off dick condom. The Magnum is just a slightly above average, just a nice little extra cushion. Oh, there's a good little myth bust for people who are trying who do use it, it as a brag. Look, you can have a big dick and use a totally normal condom. They are made to like go over your fucking fist. I have questions about how you know this. Or if there's been a practical application more accurately. I've done water balloons, I believe him. In sixth grade, when they split the boys and girls apart in health class, I don't know what they taught y'all, but they did say like the condoms will fit. Know what they told the girls? Don't have sex. Jesus won't yeah. love you. <laughs> You're going to hell if you do it in the front door. Use the back. They probably told you nothing useful other than like, hey, ask your friend for a tampon. But uh, with with the condoms, it was like uh, the normal size I used to break or they would shift over. So I would actually have to like switch out condoms mid fuck multiple times because they would like shift over. Huh. So I'm fucking the side of the condom. And then I had a 46 year old woman when I was in college say here. And I was like, that's too big. 
big. And she's like, no, I think this is about right. Game changer for me. I've never broken a huh. condom since. Huh. So maybe if you're breaking condoms, you're not using the right size. Uh, Well, yeah, in in Europe, you can get like multiple size condoms. But in in the States, it's typically just the condom size, Magnum or XL. And that's really it. Really, what we need is our more size options. Oh, yeah. And condom manufacturers do make different sizes depending on the region that they're selling them in. This is exactly there's a uh, there's a I think the I didn't know this. There's a documentary. I believe it's called Unhung Hero. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian in Los Angeles. Yeah. He's amazing. The fact that he made that documentary and like part of me, I don't know if it was a mockumentary. I don't know if he actually hundred percent real. Hundred percent real. I I I've we oh, we've wow. talked. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing where like I, I I'll never understand the feeling of that being a type of body insecurity, but man, the fact that he put himself through all that and was willing to to, you know, to put that out there into a documentary that was intense and that was it was really good filmmaking it was a, a lot of fun to go into thank you alice alice is like back to the movie <laughs> so we just started god damn it hey we're talking about important things making sure that you guys have safe and ridiculous sex and it's true back past the uh the condom uh vendor so back uh, so anyways my my next note is uh this looks so goddamn 90s it's fantastic I mean, they really did get the aesthetic of the uh, of the like mid 90s with the cutoff shorts, the crop tops, the they're not quite Doc Martens, but close. Let's see. This was fantastic. At one point, she says, what cock fondler wants to bring un- any undue attention to himself by stealing a butt plug? Now, I worked at CVS for years. The, one of the most commonly stolen items were condoms. Really? People were ashamed of like because people they just. They didn't want you to know that they were having sex because it was, yeah, but people would steal those regularly. But apparently if you walk into a shop where you're supposed to be buying these things, you want to not get caught stealing it, maybe? Prior to that, let's not forget we were also introduced to Jay uh, and uh, Silent Bob, or in this case, Jane and Silent Bertha. Oh, yes. Give me that trench coat pussy. Yes, I'm so into it. Ah, <laughs> uh, noige, noige, noige. <laughs> well, Jane, she's ready to quote, suck some dicks and turn some tricks, or suck a volleyball through a curly straw. She was great at rhyming. <laughs> that was fantastic. Who wrote it that? Was, the I want to shake their uh, hand. This film, maybe their dick, but mostly their hand. This, uh, this, this porn, by the way, won an AVN award for best screenplay parody. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that was not surprising. It was fantastic. I mean, it wasn't just like the script. Everything about this really fit well together. Like, and I'm glad that there's a 37 minute de-sexed version of it. So if you want to see, yes, indeed, there's acting and porn. There is. This one's fantastic. We are very pro acting and porn. So yeah, we get to the smut jokes that perverts are the most trustworthy people. And then of course we go to our first sex scene. Yep. And it's, it's Dana and Victor under the count. And of course they have all the little cards with just the, you know, little one and two uh, word intros to the next scene. A little homage to the original. And in the original, they do mention it something along the lines of, Hey, uh, you know, what do you want to do? Have sex under the counter in this one, they actually do. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these scenes, like they felt like very natural sex scenes. I mean, in porn, there are a lot of like conventions that 
you see in like the more modern porn and you still saw them in these, you know, the 45 degree angle. So you can see the, you know, the banging angle that it's like, no, 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 nobody bangs like that with their hip open uh, to the camera. But like there was a lot of stuff that looked like, yeah, this is how people actually fuck, which was kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, that first scene. Yeah, that's it takes like the the pornified version because in the original she goes, he's uh, she's like, do you think anyone can see us down here? Because they're like just chilling under the counter. And he's like, why do you want to have sex? She's like, can we? Sarcastically. But in this one, it's like, do you want to have sex? Yeah. Let's bone. <laughs> we saw some fucking under the counter. And this is where we first see it's like this looks 90s ish. No bleached asshole. No, like Visibility of bush, which I'm like, I'm not sure if that's really 90s. But that was I, I'm like, the bush is coming back. This is a thing that's happening again now. Uh, and it's like it's it, there was uh, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this fun, sweet sex, as opposed to some of the crazier stuff that we see. And this guy, he had a three hander. You need two for the shaft, one for the balls. He wasn't big on the girth, but definitely on the length. Yeah. The way I kind of judge these in porn is like if I don't see like if you don't hear the slapping motion when they're or the slapping sound when they're when they're banging, <laughs> it can't get you've hit payload. There's nothing left. You can't get it all the way in and it's like it's it is acting when you see someone acting happy to get that much dick i'm sorry well, so there's billy's looking at us like he disagrees i mean i have i don't take dick uh, so it's i don't have an opinion on it i only have my own dick to mention i always uh, my only thought was Please when you mention said your dick it's the right podcast for that sure sure <laughs> well when you said three-hander I was, we're like baseball cards here you're allowed to share stats we don't give a shit none of our audience cares either we 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 well yeah. we care deeply but you know we're not mad well, about when, it when you say three-hander like that's not three-hander if if three-hander means two on the shaft one of the balls two hands on a cock is not that like six inches is fine. For, I can put two hands on mine, and it's not a big cock. So and and so with like daintier hands, it's it doesn't take a lot of length for you to need, you know, two full ones. I think porn porn honestly makes the dicks look bigger. I had Ryan Driller on my podcast. He's like, I'm not really that big. He's like, I'm probably like six inches or, but like on camera, it's like when they say like the camera adds 20 pounds, I think the camera adds two inches. I was about to say, that's kind of like with most Hollywood stats, you take off 20 pounds and you add two inches of height and like yeah. in the shoes. Like maybe I'm body dysmorphic, but anytime I look at like my cock pictures, I'm like, it's not that big. So back to the porn. After the fucking, so he goes get, goes ahead and describes a dozen girls he's been with and each of their kinks. Well, a dozen people. Oh, you're right. dozen people. The exhibitionist, crushing, drinking breast milk, furniture maker, into eating dirt, flashing, body piercing, videotaping, sadist, a frateur, i.e. making a guy pump, come in public. I don't even know what this means. Anyways, somebody who likes to be eaten and a shit eating enthusiast. I didn't mm -hmm. know coprophiliac was shit eating and I didn't know Fornophiliast was pretending to be furniture. So by the way, if you're a Fornophiliast, I want to hear from you. I want to know like people who want to potentially fuck like a side table. I need to know. I dated a guy who was into that and it didn't last because of that. But I need to know. Do y'all ladies know what a chlorophiliac is? No. People and the clowns. Oh, sorry. 
This is something interesting about the movie is that, uh, you know, when he he admits and one of the women, the main character, one of her hangups is that. So during the normal Clerks movie, Dante is like kind of hung up that his girlfriend has sucked 37 dicks in a slut shamey fashion. And so that she can be equally shitty. He admits that like, yeah, he's been with like, I think it is like 36 right yeah, 37. people. 37. Yeah, 37. But uh, when they're talking about buttholes that he's been inside of and some of them were men. And this was a oddly by visible scene. This movie promotes by visibility amongst men. Which is wonderful. Which is even more, you know, rare. So that was kind of a cool thing to see. Yeah. He, uh, Willard winds up getting a blowjob later. He says he's had, you know, 36 uh, assholes. 36? 36. Hey, Willard, make that 37. And this is where she says her boyfriend's gay. It's like, no, no, I saw him just get a big throbbing hard cock for you, dear. I like to think that she's saying that that line was written to show that she is being shitty yeah. rather than the uh, the writer actually oh, yeah. writing Agreed. that off as gayness. But like I said, a cool th- a moment of bi visibility in mainstream porn. Yeah, which we don't get enough of. Like, we get a lot of it for women, sure. but not enough of it for men. Yeah. So, oh, uh, and I noticed Willard purchases anal lube. And just a note to our listeners, anal lube is generally a little bit thicker. And however much anal lube you think you need, you double it, triple it, please. Just I keep pushing this home. I didn't know there was a difference. Which brand do you like? I have one called Sliquid that I'm a big fan of. And I've tr- mm-hmm. I, I, I was going to say, we have like four different things of lube in the armoire here. I don't remember which one I use the most, but there's the one that I like a lot. And I got it at a sex shop in Miami. <laughs> Look, I'd like to do tourist sex shopping. There's it's like it looks like it's cum colored. <laughs> so it's uh, it, it. And I mean, it just it's a really good texture. You know what cum color <laughs> is? Glue. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> But this, but this is not dry. <laughs> Sponsored by Elmer, so which is quite fortunate. I'm waiting for one day someone to be like, we have organic uh, lube and it's just going to be like snail mucus. And you know, some ladies on the goop fucking website are going to buy that shit. Yep. Gwyneth, if you steal that, you owe me royalties. Well, I do recommend, I like for the butt things, Uber lube. Mm. Uber lube? That sounds Keep going. Yeah, it's just like just a really nice lube that like is especially good for anal. I mean, like I've used it for jerking off and it's fab, but it's uh it's a slightly more expensive lube, so I don't try to waste it with jerking off. But it's it's quite choice. You know, every so often treat yourself. You deserve a good yeah. jerk off. Who doesn't? Not enough people use lube for jerking off. And that's a, it's a really good thing to use it for. I like to switch it up. Am I using water-based lube? Am I using a silicone lube? Am I going coconut oil? Am I doing spit? What are we doing? Just like to switch it up. You know, always keep my dick guessing. Your dick deserves the guesswork. It deserves to keep it fresh. Yeah, <laughs> it's. And I mean, there is there is actual there is some science. A little bit. Mm, I don't know if science is the right word for it. There is Let's a little bit of science. evidence behind the fact that you should switch it up because it's there, it's something that I've heard Dan Savage called death grip syndrome, where a guy will say, "I can't get off anymore because I've been the only I've been masturbating and I've been doing it like gripping it so hard." That I can only finish, I can only come if I'm gripping it like that. And women sometimes will say the same thing. I can only come with my Hitachi. And it's like, just either don't come for, don't masturbate like that for a while. Don't do that for a while. And eventually your body will reacclimate to that. But, you know, it's really good to, you know, try to get off via other means, change it up a little bit. Or, you know, if you can't get off any other way, just keep fucking doing that. Alice, you're killing me. I love it. Yeah. Alice is the one that tries to keep us on schedule. I'm the one that tries to make sure we have Patreon content by continuing to talk forever so i'm literally if my, the if worst I couldn't ramble we'd have no content this is how so, i am oh no, during sex as well by the way just to clarify it's 
Oh, and Duly I can noted. vouch for that. Duly Duly I can totally. We haven't fucked yet. Uh, moving on. So we get. Uh, so so after this, uh, we're, we get to Jane and Snowball next. Or do we still want to go on a little bit more on this scene? Uh, we we, uh, we can well, keep going. Well, there's the Pringles guy and there's the anal beads guy. Oh and yeah. Then, there's a uh, the guy who has a Pringles can uh, in his ass. In the original, the the guy he gets his hand, his arm, like his whole arm stuck in a Pringle can because he's an idiot. It's stuff like that, I really appreciate. As a fan of the original, I I really appreciate all these little nods and oh, and yeah. um and and callbacks to it. You know, the the egg guy is an anal bee guy. The Pringle can in the ass is a Pringle can on the forearm. So oh, let's yeah. elaborate on the anal beads actually for two seconds. So in this oh, yeah. case. In the original, it was a guidance counselor who was examining eggs. In this case, it's a jeweler. When when you're a jeweler, you're examining anal beads. And that's how you have a mental <laughs> breakdown. And you're oh. checking out anal beads. That was interesting for me, at least. So, But continuing, Billy, sorry. There are two moments that like I particularly really enjoyed. One is uh, there's a cat in the original. I think it's called uh, the cat is called Lennon's Tomb. And uh, which is weird, but the the, the cat is Why a guinea not? pig in this one. It's just a little guinea pig that <laughs> runs around the sex toy shop. But then there's just someone who off camera just shouts like, "Ooh, Navy Seals!" What? Which is a line from the original. Just just like just threw it in. It's such a random line to throw in. I fucking loved. It was for the hardcore fans. It's a hardcore fan line because like in the original, there's a, a video shop next to the convenience store, and so like he's going over all the stupid questions and the stupid movies people rent, and so he's like going through these dumb titles. I have some of the dumb titles and dumb questions by the way oh do you like oh, is this you? hot yes i do is this coffee hot titles. in front of a hot coffee sign <laughs> oh my god <laughs> do you have any gay porn for straight men which is a thing oh my do god do you have any t- i didn't that wait is do that you- a thing like an actual like yes wait, it is oh my god. i don't know if it's gay porn for straight men as much have- as like oh, there are I- straight identified men who do watch oh yeah gay porn and he's like trying to phrase it that way because he doesn't want to be gay it's not gay is it or is this guy just phrazing it that way so that like he doesn't have to feel gay i think that's what it is i also think that these men give it some of them at least given the opportunity or given the a place and time where there isn't a stigma might be bisexual and there's not a problem with that. But then again, you know, I can't say what's in someone else's head. And I don't think anyone really, you know, should try to claim that they can about someone else's sexuality. By the way, do you have any teen porn yeah. with women in their 20s or 30s, which is basically yeah. all teen now porn? That line, from the vampire's perspective. That line is this a nice little throwaway line for the porn nerds. Oh, very much so. Who know that that's how teen porn is made. Of course she's barely legal to drink. I mean, yeah, she's barely legal. She has a warrant for her arrest from 95 in Texas. Oh my God. Do you have the sloop, yeah, but do you have it in two gallons? Oh my God! Do you have these panties in four XL? Yeah. So, so for me, of, of all the little uh, nods to the original, the Navy Seals line probably my favorite. But there's just so many things. Like if you loved Clerks or really any Kevin Smith movie, you'll love this porn parody because they even tie it in within the Clerks universe. Because a lot of Kevin Smith's movies are all tied together. They even tie it in because apparently Randy, the chick who's like my favorite behind the counter, one guy asks her, oh, how's Randall? So apparently, because she's Randy Graves, Randall is Randall Graves. So they are definitely related. So Clerks Triple X porn parody is officially part of the The Viewers universe. Yeah, the view. This is in the little porn shop across town. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith needs to know this if he doesn't already. 
I did tweet him earlier today. I noticed. I am interviewing Jason Muse <gasps> next week, so I'll try to bring it up. Just send him our love. Please do. Please, please, please do. Yeah, after I'm done blowing him, I'm sure I'll be able to mention that. You'll have to learn how to talk with your mouth full. Just learn to gargle that out. You can do it. J- Jason, you're like my favorite. That's how I, I get the best interviews. Just tell him while it's in your ass, okay? <laughs> You can talk with a dick in your ass, right? Me? I've never had a dick in my ass, but with toys in my ass, I'm very good at talking. Better at moaning, but can definitely talk. I think we don't talk enough about the male prostate and how wonderful it is. No, we do not. It's not a switch that turns you gay. It's just a button that makes sex awesome. Guys, just come around to coming via the prostate. This will be wonderful for you Please do. Just, it's not gay. It's wonderful. Now, uh, Jay and Bob characters, right? They have a little threesome scene with literally, they don't even change the name, Rick Darris. Yes. Oh my God. Who's played by the uh, uh, Republican, Evan Stone. I didn't realize that was Evan Stone. Oh yeah. He's also the guy who's like in all those quick cuts in different, like asking questions in like wearing those different ridiculous outfits, all Evan Stone. Oh my God. Oh my God. Those were hilarious. Look, I don't want to know this. I don't want to be able to recognize Evan Stone in costume, but I do. And that's what I have to live with. It could be worse. I mean, there could your genre of movie that you dig could be something far worse than porn. I have to say, though, I admittedly enjoyed when Evan Stone was mentioning, think Jill's funny, stick your tongue in there. And he's forcing Bertha to stick her tongue in Jane's ass. Uh, And then after sex, you know, saying, I'm going to let you both go with a warning. I kind of really enjoyed that. The amount of tongue and ass from those two is impressive. Bravo. There's just a lot of ass. There's just a lot of butthole in this movie. If you enjoy ass play, this is a movie for you. I like the ass play, but like I'm I'm a little, there was a little bit too much ass to mouth, a little bit too much ATM for my taste. It gets a little squicky with, I don't know. That's, that's at least my, that's a hard red for me. I, what are you, what's your opinions on ATM? I, I don't know that I've done it, but also it's different when like I do ass to mouth and when porn people do ass to mouth, because like, yes, <clears throat> when you do ass to mouth in porn, like they have like prepared, like they know they're going to do oh, yeah. that. And they have like that asshole. It, you could drink champagne poured out of that asshole. <laughs> the type of asshole they do ass the mouth with. Human as a champagne glass. They really do prepare for that type of oh, thing yeah. because normally you're right. Don't do ass the mouth. You never do ass the mouth unless you've seen clerks too. And then you know that in the heat of the moment. <laughs> It's okay to go ass to mouth. Thanks, Rosario Dawson. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot of ass to mouth, a lot of anal just in general. That threesome scene made me uncomfortable because like, look, we know that porn is acting. And we know that generally porn people enjoy the sex that they're having on camera. But there's also a lot of sex that porn stars don't enjoy on camera, but they're they are getting paid. Yeah, they're working (laughs) a job. And there are just little moments where I could see little facial tics where I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I don't think she's into this. I didn't even realize that porn whisperer. uh, That's going to be my new Instagram handle. So after Dana is unable to, you know, play field hockey because, you know, Jane is fucking some random dude in a car, uh, she meets up with Gio, her ex, who comes into the store and says, I'm not marrying Gruda. You know, that sounds like Gruda. He potentially may or may not have met her at a cheese convention or something, but it was in the paper just like in the original. And you know what? He just... He changed his mind, and the problem with Gruda is she doesn't let him fuck around like Dana. I'm not entirely convinced that he's not still fucking Gruda. I'm just, I'm just no, he's saying. still fucking Gruda. Of course he is. We don't see it, but we we see him fucking Dana. 
at least oh, yeah. I mean, in the film. This was really kind of, this was like the most natural, normal, like this is how people fuck in real life sex that I saw in this. I actually saw non-pornolingus cunnilingus in this scene. It's neat. after Nina pointed out pornolingus, like the type of cunnilingus you only see in porn. I can only see that now. It's like, oh, you've ruined these moments for me. But it's true. Like this is the first time I saw a face just planted on a pussy in this uh, in in this film. It was really some fun sex to watch. But then it's like you had to go and ruin it with being horrible. Dana, she well to go back for a second. So Gouda won't let Gio fool around with other chicks and he wants a girl he could cheat on, you know, just like back in high school. Quoting for him, uh, loyalty, that's what I need in a girl. No, you need an open swingers relationship. I mean, he also just needs to learn like a little bit of respect for women, I think more than the swinger. I don't think he deserves a swinger lifestyle. No. In my opinion. But I like that we we've set him up to be an unlikable character. So we don't feel bad when whatever happens, happens to him later in the film. And we're getting there. Oh, yeah. So in the original, we have uh, the ex who fucks the corpse in the bathroom. In this, we have Gio who goes to the bathroom and does anal on the random customer who came in earlier on. And that customer, we, do we delve into that one too much? Like he was, it was the mirror to the customer from the other one, but Not he comes really. in and asks, you know, like customers do sometimes at these types of stores, can I pee, you know, can I use your bathroom? I really have to go. I have, a, I'm older. I have a, pro- yes, go ahead. Can I have a magazine? Yeah, there are the free ones over there. No, I want one with a... Fine, here, take this one. Can I also have a butt plug? Yeah, take the fucking butt plug. Can I have some... God fucking damn it! And he goes, of course, comes back. But can we have the butt (sighs) plug with the 14-inch circumference? Oh, oh, I do want a butt plug with a 14-inch circumference. Anyways, but so he comes out later, and he keeps on calling Dana young man. It's And so... And Sonny Boy. And and Sonny Boy. Another odd nod to the original, where he keeps going like... Thank you, Sonny boy. Uh, just constantly. Because in there, it's just like an old dude who's asking to use the toilet, then ask for a porn mag. Really, one of the only things that transferred pretty identically was like a guy asking to use the bathroom and then saying, actually, can I have a porn mag? And just being like extra specific about it. It's just the same guy 20 years later going to a different store in town because when he got kicked out of the first one. That's yeah. my theory. Same universe. That was Yeah. So later on, we run into this guy. Uh, after Alice, you want to describe? In this case, he comes up to Dana and Gio and says, he goes first to Dana and says, thank you, young man. And then she explains, no, 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 that, that wasn't me. It was him pointing that, you know, she was not in the bathroom. That was not the one he, we had relations with. Geo, uh, he basically starts calling young woman. I don't know why he's switching up the yeah. gender so much when it's so obvious, but whatever. It's a gag. It's comedy. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but it's mediocre at best. I didn't say good comedy. Yeah. I just said comedy. That's true. <laughs> you know, comedy is one of those things that if you are you fail at it, it's not comedy anymore. Wow. That is way too deep for this for, for the amount of time we have left on this podcast. But that's a fantastic point. Hey, this is a porn cast. We aim to go deep. That's like the topic of my next think piece. <laughs> We're there. We're there with you. If no one laughs at your joke, is it comedy? Next up at six o'clock. Just because it's a rule in the comedy world, I'm sure I heard that from someone else. And I don't remember which, I don't remember if it's a comedian or not. If I have a feeling about something funny and doesn't make anyone laugh, well, is it real? (laughs) Comedian's sadness. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm a a professional sad person. (laughs) That's that's comedy. That's a description of all comedians. 
I go on stage and rant about my feelings to strangers and they think it's because I like to laugh. Really, it's childhood. Afterwards, we uh, we have the lube shark scene with the salsa, I guess. Throw back to the original. You're skipping over the iconic dance scene. Can you describe that for us, Billy? Let's hear it. In the original, uh, there is a dance scene where Kevin Smith was so shy. Again, this is only stuff you hear on the DVD commentary. Everyone, yeah. buy more DVDs so you can hear commentary. Kevin was so shy about dancing that he told the camera guy to set up the camera outside of the shop. And then everyone on the crew had to go inside the shop. Then he and Jay just oh, did their dance. Like That's so Kev- sweet. I That's mean, adorable. He was like, I can't. I can't do this for you. I can only do it for millions of people. Aww. I mean, I understand that feeling. Like when you have that a camera in front of you, it, sometimes it just feels like it's you and the camera. And that's why it's so much easier to fuck up when no one's watching. Like right. you don't, And that's why it's also easy sometimes to panic when you know something's going out to millions of people. It hits it. Oh, my God. And so properly, they had Jane and Bertha do their own dance scene. And that was really fun. Uh, I think Bertha had a titty popped out for half of it. So that really aided. Was- Look, I didn't like stop jerking during the dialogue. Yeah. Well, for me, it just allowed to help bridge the gap from, you know, dialogue scene to porn scene because like I got one boob to really masturbate hard to until we get to the next the next fuck scene. Like a transition boob. Sometimes all you need is one boob. Look, I'm not going to let the lack (laughs) of penetration stop me from masturbating. Okay, ever. No, you know, you don't know what I'm doing below the frame of this camera. Well, that's true. Sometimes the lack of penetration is exactly why you masturbate. That's why I masturbate. Alice. How, it's, it's about, I'm going to text Michael and be like, take care of your woman. She needs some help. Everyone, Alice is looking for penetration, it seems. Hi. I'll penetrate into your mind, baby. That's all I got. Right. <laughs> so next, next scene, next scene, next scene. Next scene, there's penetration in the next scene. This is true. Prior to that, Bertha is very insightful. And apparently, so we don't realize this, but Dana's best friend, Randy, she decides to profess her love of why she's jealous of all her other boyfriends. Apparently, Randy is a consistent one who's just in love with her. And Bertha comes up to the counter and says, you know, you should try being happy. It's not that hard, which is an awe moment. This was, of course, right after we heard noise, 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 blowing dudes getting paid from Jay. And I'm noige, sorry, but his noige, dialogue noige. was so good. Good noise, 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 blowing dudes getting paid. She was fantastic. Jay was like, come on down with us. Sure, you don't want to chew on some nip? Like, it was just fantastic. I, I will, going back for a quick second, I will laugh at the dialogue from Jay while, uh, sorry, Jane, while she was getting. Jane. Jane. I, I, for whatever reason, I just had in my head as Jay. I will forever laugh at the dialogue from Jane while she was bouncing up and down on, on a dick because this was very Jay, because Jay will just keep on talking. Uh, so it was fitting that Jane's going, fuck my ass, fuck my, like, over and over again because I'm like this is I get it that's porn but it was also very character I'm like oh this is adorable and Bertha is of course silent Bertha which yes. is silent Bob so this is the one line she's got yep. and it's like again a very mimicking the original where like at one point silent Bob at the end of Clerks has to go like he's just trying to let the it's the idea of just like remind this whole movie is a love story reminding you to like mm. appreciate who is in your life because silent oh. Bob just tells Dante about like hey man like not all chicks like bring your lasagna to work most of them just cheat on you 
And this was like a nice way of Bertha saying like, look, just be happy. This is a good dude. Just, yeah, he's fucked some men and who gives a shit, you know, go. Oh, oh sorry. No, it's Randy. So, that. Well, in this case, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Randy. it's Randy. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, she loves you. You love her. Go. F- don't stop being an idiot. You have to go figure out that you're a lesbian, but you can do it. Or is she a lesbian or is she bisexual and she uh, has to accept that bi is a thing? I mean, there are some women who will say after they land themselves in a relationship with another woman. Yeah. I apparently wasn't gay before, but now I happen to have fallen in love with a woman. It's like, well, you're having sex with a woman quite a bit, so you're probably least bisexual. Just to yeah. just to guess. Also a very so, lackluster lesbian you- scene for me. I was just Yeah. I was not impressed with this. Most of the sex in this movie was not for me. Like stuff that you masturbate to, as much as I've been saying this is kind of comfy, easy sex that you have at home, like I want to masturbate to something that I don't do myself. <laughs> This is, yeah, it's, I mean, it's fantasy. You want to see fantasy. High quality production in terms of, you know, yeah. like the writing and everything, but, uh, but, you know, lackluster sex wise. That's not to say anything about the work of the performers, not to say anything about, you know, the, like. Oh, no, I am saying something about oh. the performers. <laughs> it was lackluster performances. Oh, well, that's hard criticism, but okay. I am a critic. It's, uh. Oh, and I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this going, little things could have tweaked this because there were a few scenes that were, you know, like that were interesting that the sex was, I mean, I'm like, I feel like there could have been more vocalization during some of them, like, but there was, I don't know, there was something lacking in in punch, I guess, for some of these, for me at least. And especially the lesbian scene. I was I was let down. Yeah. These are I was very let down by Don't it. watch this for the lesbian scenes. I'm sorry. I've seen such better lesbian scenes. Stormy Daniels does amazing lesbian scenes for the record. Just a totally random thing, but I've hmm. seen a few of hers that I loved. So let's talk about the awards that this porn won or didn't win. Or were nominated for, yeah. So Allie Hayes, she was nominated for Best Actress. She was the one who played the lead. And Chastity Lynn, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. But Yvette, she lost to Brandy Aniston that year, who played the Wicked Witch and ah! not the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh man, not the we Wizard. Watched that Isn't that earlier. great? You can make a you can make a, a porn parody if you just put "not" before it. Yeah, parody law. As long as it's very clear, yeah. I think as long as it's very clear that you're making a parody, you can get away with pretty much anything. And do you know who we have to thank for that? Who? Stand-up comedians also get to thank him for allowing parody to be something we can do. But Larry fucking Flint. Huh. Oh, yeah. He went. He Not only did he get shot and paralyzed for our right to mock and ridicule public figures, but he also went to the Supreme Court and oh, argued yeah, for the right to do satire and parody. Yeah, I mean, that, that's part of the reason why, like, you know, more of a free speech thing. But that's part of the reason why we do this podcast is because these are things that people don't talk about enough. And there has been uh, a little bit of a taboo on it. It's like we have that we can talk about this and we should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that and we're loudmouth Jack. But still, there is a need, there is a, a, a desire to be to talk about some of these nuttier things. You so. know what? I was Let's really disappointed. I can only find, and I, this was the strangest thing. I could only find the Wikipedia page of this porn in Dutch. In Dutch. In Dutch. That's it. A lot of Kevin Smith fans in in Holland. I guess so. I why not the next movie Jane Silent Bob take Amsterdam I can see that happening and they realize that they can't have a job there because if weed's legal there's no use for like some you know smut peddler I saw it it was on the daily Kevin call me I'm trying to remember what show it was but I saw a thing recently oh it was uh it was Jim Jeffries new show on Comedy Central saying he went to Amsterdam and rode along with with a couple of cops and they said that it's not actually quote legal but they said yeah they sell it in the stores and who are we to stop them and it was something 
looked at it, I'm like, that can't be re- the actual case there, right? But that was just, I'll go if it's legal. That's fine. Sure. That sounds like fun. Group trip, everybody. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> but I'm in California already, so that's not really a thing. Yeah, that's true. And I don't really like personally pot. It's so delicious, though. Luckily, we have enough pot to go around. All I know is I just can't get high. This makes me so sad. I'm sorry. Are you happy that you can't get high? Are you fine with it? I have alcohol. Then you know what? I'm fine with you not getting high. You do you, boo-boo. Oh. It's not that I need her to get high, obviously. She can be in whatever state of inebriation or non-inebriation she's, <laughs> she, she wants to be in. It's, regardless, it's just, I will rub myself all over Yvette, regardless high, non-high, alcoholic, I, non-alcoholic, is, it's going to happen. She is very affectionate. Jealous. I, I am exceptionally I have, affectionate. I have a cat who I can't get off my lap, and Alice is worse than that. I mean, better than that, but you know what I mean. She is snuggly. I mean, don't touch her without permission, but she's a very snuggly human. So mm. it's <laughs> <laughs> that little it's, was 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 a lot more than a little. Anyways, so first off, do you have any final thoughts about this porn? It's you know, it just eventually I stopped taking notes. I wrote just a dream because as a fanboy of clerks and really the view is just Kevin Smith's writing in general, whoever wrote this porn parody did such a fantastic job. It really is funny. Yeah. Like it's not even corny porn funny. It's like oh, genuinely yeah. there's conversations in this where I'm like, this could have been in clerks. Right. And I loved it for that. So, you know, really just a fun watch. Yeah. You know, performances are, you know, neither here nor there. I really want to go watch this like non-porn version yeah. of the porn parody that you mentioned. But uh, yeah, no, Clerks, Triple X porn parody. Fan-fucking-tastic. So where can people find you, Billy? Yeah, so I do a show called The Man Whore Podcast where I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out because I hate myself. And you can find that anywhere you are listening to this very podcast. You just search man whore, which is one word. I feel like it's weird to have to describe that, but apparently I have to. Uh, you search Man Whore Podcast. That's me. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at the Billy Presida. That's P R O C I D A. But yeah, we're we're definitely gonna plug the hell out of this. I think that anyone who will get on the air and talk about all the weird, fucked up, and wonderful things that have happened in their sex life, our listeners will appreciate you. And we love the sex positive attitude. I think that everyone's gonna gonna love uh, you and gonna really enjoy this episode. And Clerks was fantastic. Or sorry, Clerks Triple X. <laughs> was fantastic the acting was fantastic and it was so fun if you loved the original you're really gonna love and both the acting the writing and the uh well you'll probably get off to this don't worry mm-hmm. in more ways than one bad joke i apologize <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and thank our patrons right now so we have some new patrons like sam montooth eric h Mark Romer, Glenn Schreier, Amanda Potter Cole. Uh, and then, of course, we have some of our PP trans, such as Eric H., Ed Robbins, Chris Smart, John Redford, Joshua Rice, Michael Trollin, and a bunch of other people. You guys make the show happen. You guys are the best. And you can always support us at patreon.com slash two girls, one mic. And Yvette, where can our listeners find you? You can find me at all the places at slash scibabe.com, basically. It's, we'll put it all in the description. Just follow me over on Twitter at, at the scibabe. Come over and join me on Twitter. Twitter's fun. Yeah, let's do Twitter. So you can find me at Rational Blonde. Billy, we're, we're going to link to all the places people can find you. So whether it be in person or online, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. 